Namaste, Jen. Namaste, Andrew. Good morning. How are you? I am fantastic as always. Uh, I did not know it was hat day at No Expectations, the podcast. I guess maybe I did know it was wear your best hat day. You knew it was on Wednesdays we wear hats day, and you showed up in a beanie. Yeah, well. Does not count. I am. Um, I thought we were joking because the last time I wore a hat to record, <laughs> I was ridiculed for two hours straight. Even though, I mean, that was an amazing there's, and continues to be an amazing cowboy hat. There's no proof that I ridiculed. Yeah, you we've got that. plenty. Actually, <laughs> we, you know, we we do record these, right? <laughs> no. It, yeah. So. Uh, Sorry, but, I hurt your feelings. Um, the hat. I am so excited, and it's very strange to look across the table and see you in this hat. Uh, with I don't know what kind of feathers those are. They're an exotic bird. You probably never heard of. Looks like a flamingo. <laughs> they flamingo feathers. I don't know. Do flamingo? They have feathers. I don't know what those are, but it. Um, They're fancy I'm, as hell. Yeah. You know, be, get, be prepared to get no compliments on that hat. <laughs> well, <laughs> speaking of compliments. <laughs> uh, so, what do you want to talk about today? Well, I'd like to talk about happiness. Happiness, not hats. Happiness. 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 You know, I am happy as hell wearing this hat. Yeah, and I can tell. We can talk about that for the next thirty minutes if you'd like. Or uh, let's not. Let's talk about. Let's, <laughs> let's talk not. about happiness. All right. Let's do it. This is No Expectations, the podcast where we have unedited, lively conversations about spirituality, Zen Buddhism, holistic living, and everything in between. My name is Andrew. I'm a lifelong Zen Bodhisattva. It sounds much more fancy than it really is. A part-time tracksuit tailor and an author. This is my buddy, Jen. What's up? I'm Jen. Um, I love a good cup of coffee, a long walk in the woods at a comfortable, moderate pace. And um, I love having these conversations about kind of living life with no expectations. And we're back and we're here to talk about happiness today. I mean, I know that when people think of me, they think happy. Pure joy. Just exuding. Sunshine. Joyful. Yep. Big smile on your face. Always. So why don't we, um, well, yeah. does, does happiness have a, a role in our spiritual journey? Um, there's been a conversation I've had with you before where the Andrew. I'm ben, sorry, I don't mean to bore you by having the same conversation again. <laughs> no, 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 no. But I mean, I've heard you say before how like happiness is really not the goal mm. in our life. It's contentment, being okay with what we have. And not seeking a greater feeling by getting something, obtaining something, physical, mental, whatever. So, All right. Well, why don't we start with the definition of what okay. happiness is? I pulled the definition um, that is like a psychological definition of happiness. Um, and it says, happiness is the experience of joy, contentment, or positive well-being, comma, Combined with a sense that one's life is good, meaningful, and worthwhile. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure that that's... If I asked 10 people on the street the uh, definition of happy, 
or happiness if that's what they'd give me. Yeah. Uh, happiness is seeing my team win the World Series or Super Bowl or happiness is a this feeling I get from external resources that have filled my bucket. Right. Like driving a nice car, living in a big house, um, going on exotic vacations. Having a real fancy hat. <laughs> so you're not happy right now? <laughs> so happy. <laughs> um when does it stop? So it's like if that's our if that's what we think makes us happy having all of this external stuff, when does it stop? Like how much is how much is enough? Mm-hmm. Well, if you think of, you know, how full is my bucket and I, the idea of like I, I'm happy when my bucket is full of the good things in life, then somehow that bucket is unfilling itself. Like you are you putting in those good things. So there's a hole in the bucket? Maybe, yeah. I love that song. There's a hole in my bucket. Daryl I love that song. Dear, dear, were you waiting sing it? <laughs> no, please don't. I mean, the hat could bring it together. Yeah. Uh, so you're telling me there's a hole in this bucket that's leaking, so I need to keep filling this bucket up with you know, exotic vacations, cars, the little, jewelry. The little blips <clears throat> to give you a little high. Right. So, um, so you're, what you're telling me is that all of those things don't, don't equal happiness. Short term. Short term. Yeah, I imagine they do for a lot of people. Mm. And then this idea of not good enough. Like I need more. It's not good mm-hmm. enough what I have. So what does that create? Kind of creates a hamster wheel of... Like, find, uh, trying to find happiness. Yeah. And not realizing that contentment is just right off... Right, just get off the wheel for a second and... Contentment with what you have is so much more tangible, and there's a joy that exists there that you're too busy. Yeah, I think uh, there's in our society that's what it is. Right? We're always looking for the next fix, if you will. Um, mm-hmm. I'll have a friend um, go unnamed, but uh, is a frequenter. She's a frequenter of dating apps, and uh, she calls it uh, husband shopping. <laughs> And, uh, you know, so it's not about the actual connection with a real human being. It's about making that, you know, that feel-good moment where, like, somebody likes you and then you have a conversation and you're like, da-da-da, it feels good and fresh. Mm -hmm. And then, like, suddenly that dies away and then you, you know, she deletes that person and moves on to the next thing. But it becomes like a shopping thing, like you're looking for shoes or a new bike mm-hmm. or something like that, right? It's just like yeah. swipe, 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 swipe. Oh, this looks interesting. I'll engage with that. And it, it never becoming satisfied, never finding what she wants because we're always looking, oh, there's, there's somebody else. There's somebody else on the app, right? There's something yeah. else. It's like I'll replace this with something. Even if the relationship comes into something, Outside of the app, you know, you go out on a few dates and you're having a meaningful conversation. Like, oh, I'll just go back to the app and find somebody else. Mm-hmm. So it makes it impossible to be happy with what you have. Yeah. Right. Um, and as before we started this conversation, um, we, I was telling you that the word happiness in English derives from an Icelandic word, which is hap, H-A-P-P. Uh, loosely defined in Icelandic as luck. Do you think luck 
has anything to do with happiness? Hmm. How close those words, you know, writing them down and the first word I thought of was happenstance hmm. of just, just happened to happen. You just happen to be in the right place at the right time to feel. Yeah. That, that's kind of scary too, right? I got to feel, I have to, luck has to play into this equation of me being happy. Yeah. Who's in charge of luck? Is it the universe? Is right. It... Like how does luck work? I just show up at Vegas and be like, if I feel lucky, I'm going right. to find happiness today. Right, please. Right. Let it all ride on <laughs> number nine. But, you know, the opposite side of that coin is unlucky and like a sense of dread that everything bad is happening to you and you can't find happiness and you can't find contentment. So where do I find happiness? <laughs> where is it? Where is it? Do you have a pill? There is no pill. There is, is no it, shortcut. Can I get it from an essential oil blend? <laughs> From your local vape shop. <laughs> uh, not an ad. Um, um, but yeah, but how, how do you get, how is it, how do you make this feeling tangible? I think it's about uh, kind of flipping the script a bit. And yeah, we, you talked about contentment. You know how I feel about that. Happiness is is the you know highest part of the wave and sadness is the bottom part of the wave. We've talked about that before in other episodes. Feel free to dig through the archives and, and find our conversation on that. Um, but I think, too, it is about learning to cultivate a sense of wonder in your life and an appreciation for all the things that are in front of you. And we like we talk about that stuff uh, in it being, it being very small, mm-hmm. those things being appreciative. And we've talked about it many times before here. You know, like uh, I was having a conversation with a, excuse me, another Zenist recently. And, um, you know, it doesn't, like from a Zen perspective, like the sitting and the chanting and the, you know, paying tributes to the Buddha and all that stuff are one thing, but that's not Zen. Zen is actually just appreciating everything and being in the moment Mm -hmm. and finding wonder in that. And about like flipping that script again and, and going back to being a child's mind mm-hmm. and seeing the world new just as a child does. Yeah. The child has a very open, honest relationship with their world, right? Because yeah. they everything is like fresh. Man, being present with my then, he's eight now. So in this phase of like two and a half to maybe five or six the kid was obsessed with sunrises or sunsets. Mm. And we have a beautiful spot to see a sunrise from our living room. And this kid, every morning, would go and watch the sunrise. And some mornings he would say, it's so beautiful. And if it was pink and purple and all the you know bold, beautiful colors, he would just sit in awe. And it was so important for me to watch him and learn. Like, you know, he has all the stimuli around him. The TVs can be on. And, you know, I'm cooking or making coffee and he could just stop and be in awe and wonder of something that happens every freaking day. That's important. Yeah. And I think it's important that we go back to that as much as we can as adults, because we've talked about before, like becoming jaded. Oh, I've seen that. I've, t- I've done that. I've experienced that. Like, you know, you can't show me something I haven't seen already. I've seen a million sunsets, whatever, you know, like mm-hmm. I've the seen it all. The best one I ever saw was. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was some exotic vacation or something like that. Um, so it's important. And I was, as you were talking about that, I'm thinking last night, uh, I woke up at 2.22 in the morning and 
I think there was a full moon or some sort of moon was it was, a, it was mm-hmm. a, there was a moon out. I know that partially full. Partial. <laughs> I remember it being very bright out this morning yeah. at two o'clock, and I heard this barn owl that lives in the trees on our street. And he's when he when the moon comes out, he's very happy. Let's just put it mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. He's letting everybody in the neighborhood know that he's happy, and he's up there hooting. Hooting and, and hollering. Well, I didn't want to say that, but thanks for jumping in there and using the hollering. Is, is there a G at the end of any no, of that? No. I didn't think so. Apostrophe. It's an apostrophe. Yeah, that's what I'm sorry. I didn't know. I, I, was gonna, I didn't want to feel like I was using it in a, incorrectly. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to enunciate the G. <laughs> I got you. Um, All Southern talk. Appreciate it. So he's up there having a good old time. I don't know what he's doing, if he's looking for you know, playmate or, or whatever, but the moon's out and he's happy and I'm awake. And I was like, you know, there was probably like some people in the neighborhood are pretty upset. This guy's out there making a bunch of noise. Right. But mm-hmm. I was like, I'm pretty happy about this. So I sat there and listened to him and I was like, that's pretty cool. And then he flew over the house and sat in the tree just outside my window. And we kept, kept going. And I, then I started getting nervous. I was like, maybe he's after me. <laughs> maybe he wanted to play with you. <laughs> so, <laughs> and hollering with Andrew. <laughs> yeah, so I, uh, I got up and I went outside and I, I talked to him very gently. And I was appreciative of it. But I was, mm-hmm. you know, I sat there in the cold in the morning and listened to him for a while. And I was in awe of him in that moment. Like, okay, he, I'm awake. He probably woke me up, you know. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And I sat there for a few moments uh, and just kind of soaked all of that in. And then I spoke to him gently and I was like, hey, dude, it's been nice chatting with you, but <laughs> I need, you I to, need turn to get it down. back to bed. I've got, I've got to get to do this podcast in the morning. And I see I, I wasn't prepared for Jen to wear the hat. <laughs> so I need a couple. Of, I'm going to need some more sleep. I'm going to need some more sleep. But taking that moment to be... In wonder, in awe of that. Man, I have the best, best practice for, and you just touched on it, for being in awe in moments in every day. When you are hiking or in the woods or walking on the street, wherever you find yourself day to day, if you see something beautiful to you, speak it out loud. Mm. Whether it's to an animal, I mean, I... I you can catch me in the woods telling a tree that it is very beautiful, especially in springtime. Like it's all I've witnessed it. <laughs> it's true. I mean, I I have this very clear memory of being on a hike and in my own thoughts and kind of in a meditative state, and I come up on this tree, and it just took my breath away. And I'm speaking out loud. You are so beautiful. Like, and and that was it. And it feels a little weird the first time you do it, but you find yourself when you identify beauty or something that makes you in awe or catches your you. eye, speaking it makes it real and it spreads that feeling wherever you're at. It, it just, whether it's to a person or an animal or a thing, it it puts it out into the world. So that's my best practice. You know Be beauty I, when you see it. I love that. Uh, I think most oftentimes... People, what they'll do when they see something beautiful or that they want to capture is they reach for their phone and they're too busy trying to take a picture of it or video of it and not sitting with it and going, hey, I see you. You're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is, right? Yeah. The tree, cloud formation, 
deer in the woods, a car crash, whatever that is to you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's a great practice to not have to kind of feel like you have to record it for posterity. Yeah. That you could be in that moment and just look at that and say, I see you. You're amazing. Mm-hmm. And how that starts to expand and grow outside of yourself. Yeah. And it, it, it cultivates this contentment, joy, happy feeling because when you're speaking something good, mm-hmm. you're saying something good, you're identifying it. And it's just an, an I mean, it's an all over good feeling, I think, when you meet someone else or something else feel good. Um, That's about, you know, we talking about cherishing others, all living things, mm-hmm. you know, and um, probably for another episode, we can talk about cultivating that. But that is that moment of like, if you're going to be a good on a good spiritual path and continue your journey and your growth, it's about uh, learning to send loving kindness to all things. But it first starts with recognition. You got to see it. Mm-hmm. And if you're too busy, bogged down or facing down and looking at the mud, Mm-mm. then you're not going to see it. If you're too, your mind's clouded with delusions of, I need this to be happy. I don't have the latest model car in the driveway, so I'm nobody. I'm looking down, you know, like I'm not focused on what's really mm-hmm. important. Yeah. And I, I can't take that moment to go, you know, that's a really, that's a really beautiful thing. So happiness is not something that you can purchase. Yeah. It's something that um, takes practice. You have to practice, find it, find it and um, speak it. Like speak it. The things, that, the things that make you feel good and positive, saying it out loud in real time is just the key to practicing it every day. I agree. Well, I'm going to leave it right here. Mm-hmm. Jen, I love the hat. Thank you. Thanks for listening to No Expectations, the podcast. We invite you to come join us and carry on the conversation at noexpectations.me, our new website, where we will be posting blog posts. We will link all of our episodes there, and you can uh, follow us on our social media sites through the website.